evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome back to Man in America with your host, Kai and Michelle. We are truly excited this evening because it's the last month of the year of 2018, Michelle. Welcome back to the show, Michelle. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kai. So fabulous to be back. Yes. Hello, listening audience. Hey, are you re- are you ready for the holiday? Are you excited? I'm never ready, but always excited. <laughs> never ready, but always excited. Sound like the rest of the world. Never ready, but always excited. It is the last perpetual praise Friday of this year, and it's the last you know the last month. Yeah, about in less than a month. We're about to move into 2019. How many of us can say that this show, this year has really gone by quickly, and I'm truly excited about what we're going to talk about tonight because it is Perpetual Praise Friday 28. I had 27, but I think about it, it's 28. We have been doing these things for the past few years, and it's like the 28th one, and I'm just excited because we came up with Perpetual Praise Friday few years ago just to say, hey, let's, you know, let's just pick a day of the month and just praise God, you know, and thank God for everything he has done. Read some scriptures, you know, tell the Lord, thank you for some things that he has done, and really just say, you know, what, you know, you know, David always said, I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall be continually on my mouth. And this is something that we should do all the time. We should always give praise to our Heavenly Father. But this is a good time to give praise because as we did our show last, you know, last um, week, um, it's the Christmas season. It's the holiday season. So we can, we're going to do a Perpetual Praise Friday 28 Christmas show. That way we can always, you know, we can bring Christmas into, we continually talk about Christmas, we can continually praise God at Christmas time. Because we just have to remember, we have something big, small. David said at all times. He didn't just say, um, you know, bless the Lord right now, bless the Lord when the mortgage is paid, bless the Lord when the rent is paid, bless the Lord when the cardinal. He said, bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue on my lips, my mouth. Whatever's going on, we have to continue to um, bless God. And I just thank God. Um, and as many of you know, we normally used to do the show every third Friday, but the Lord told me to do something, you know, change it up. Because as we're making new changes to Man in the Mirror, change it up and let's start the month off with just praising God will give us a good jump start for the month, Michelle. And I just, again, I just thank God I'm ready for the holiday season. I'm one of those people who's, you know, Christmas shopping is all, all, all already done. So I ain't got to worry about, you know, the the mad, you know, the the mad um, people that's going to be Stop out bragging. there. But the people, are, the, the people are out there driving crazy tonight. So, you know, just be careful out there in Baltimore and surrounding areas. People are just out there driving crazy. You know, they make you think, you know, almost make you lose your Christianity. But anyway, we're going to open up in prayer. And I'm going to ask Michelle to open us up tonight. Um, and as and then we'll move on. Amen. 
We just thank you, Lord. We thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for being able to give you praise on one more day, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for this show, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you bless us as we do the show and also, Lord, bless the listening audience that they might hear something that resonates with them and that they might be blessed from what is brought forth. And, Lord, we just thank you. We praise you. We thank you. We magnify your name in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And I'm truly excited. And as I said tonight, excuse me, I'm going to read about what the episode notes about tonight. And like we said, well, what do you know? It's the first Friday of the month of the year and following our new protocol. We're hosting Perpetual Praise Friday, 28th. I kept writing 27, but ladies and gentlemen, it is 28th on the first Friday of the month. Now, like I, we always said, it's the last Friday of the month. I'm excited. It's the last, not the last Friday of the month, but the first Friday of the last month. And I just want you guys to listen to this throughout the day, listen throughout the week, listen throughout the year, because the new year is about to roll in. And how many of us have ever made those New Year's resolution, uh, resolutions and stuck to it for 12 months out of the year? Well, we may talk a little bit about that because we're also going to have a New Year's New Year's show the last Friday of the month as well. But um, before we get started, if you have any questions or comments and then you come in, please press the number one on your phone and you'll be put in our queue. But again, I'm truly excited. I'm truly excited. I'm going to start off in the show with a praise. You know, I thank God for small things. Because, you know, um, as you know, one of the, you know, when, when your money is funny, that's when things start acting up. And I just thank the Lord um, for the season. You know, as they say, Jesus is the reason for the season. Because the last show we had was Born to Die. And just knowing that little infant knew in his heart when he was born out of Mary's womb, you know, that he was just born for a short time to live 33 years and die for the sins of the world. But um, this week, we're just praising and giving testimonies again. Um, I just thank God for small small little things this week. We may not always make it, do the right things every day or say the right things every day, but we can always give thanks. And I thank God that, you know, like I was saying that, you know, when your money is fine, that's when everything starts to, you know, happen. And I had a headlight that was out. And so I took it over to the dealer, and I, the Lord must have said, don't go early in the morning. Just go sometime early afternoon, which I did a couple of days ago. And actually, it was yesterday. And the guy said, well, if we do it, it's going to cost, you know, more than one what you need to pay if a headlight, if it's just a bulb, I can just pay. I can just, you just go buy the bulb from parts, and I'll put it in. So I went and bought, and these bulbs on these newer cars are just expensive. But I went and got a $60 bulb, and he put it in, and I didn't have to pay for it. So that's my praise, people. I thank God for little things because when your money is funny and it's a holiday, it's like, you're trying to figure out how you're going to rob Peter to pay Paul. But God, you know, God said, you know, I will supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. 
according to his riches and glory. So we need to just, you know, when little things happen, thank God for it because he will grant us favor. He will grant us favor. And I guess, Michelle, when I came in there, he must have seen a look on my face or must have, you know, want to charge me an arm and a leg because, you know, the dealer will charge you an arm and a leg. So, you know, that was favor that day. And I thank God for that because I'm not, you know, I'm not going, you know, take take that for granted. So that's one of my praise reports for, you know, for this mm-hmm. week. And that's my praise report for this week because, you know, we have to praise God because, you know, as we go throughout the week, we are, I just want you guys, we're never always going to meet the mark. But his mercies are new for us every morning. And I'm going to start off with this by Isaiah 25, 1. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. And I'll read that again. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect fullness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. So, you know, God knows what we're going through daily. He doesn't forget us. All he wants us to do is talk to him, pray to him, lift up lift up his name, you know, and just say, you know, Abba Father, you know, because he's our daddy. But he wants us to come and talk to him. He wants us what we're going through. He, you know, let's not get so caught up in what's going on in this holiday season, the hustle and bustle of trying to get the kids their gifts. The hustle and bustle of trying to get your husband, your wife, you know, your aunts and uncles. The hustle and bustle of life, because we is so commercialized with this system right now, with Christmas, that we forget, and we said it before, what the true meaning of Christmas is, and why we come down and um, worship and adore Him. Any comments on the show? Amen. You said earlier, Jesus is the reason, right? And so I think we just need to keep that in mind when this season approaches, because we might say that all year long. Well, you know, Jesus is the reason, Jesus is the reason. But then when the time comes upon upon us, it's like we get into uh, this craziness, like the Christmas craziness. And so let's just remember what this is really all about. So don't go break the bank. Don't get depressed because you can't get people stuff. You know, just don't. I'll just put it that way. Just don't. Um, do, you know, always do what you can do and do it in your heart. And don't feel forced to do things or feel like you have to explain to people why you can't. That's the thing that I, I don't like about what happens in the season um, is that people just get into a frenzy or if they can't get things for people, they go into depressions and get upset. And I, I just, you know, I hate that that is the feeling that people are feeling at this time of year because what it's really about is it's about God and just celebrating him. And that's it. 
Yeah, and that's basically it because, you know, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. We're celebrating, we're, this is Perpetual Praise Friday. Celebrate the good things that God has done for us every day. Every day he does something special for us. He wakes us up. He tell, you know, he gives us the food on our table. It may not be much, but, it's, you know, we have to look. At, I always tell people we have to look at the little things that God has done for us. Let's look at the little things. You know, some people don't have anything. And if you've been paying attention to what's been going on in our very own city of Baltimore, right now, you know, we're still alive. We have a young lady, not, you know, we have a young lady who was, you know, murdered recently because she was trying to do, she was doing good. She was murdered from doing good. And, you know, she was being the loving Christian that God taught her to be in just giving. But Satan had to defile that by having someone, you know, Satan is busy. And we always got to remember he's going to be busy. We have a man whose husband, whose wife was murdered because she was doing good. Satan seen a person doing good and said, okay, he's just going to, turn it into something it shouldn't have been. And that's exactly what, sometimes, you know, we always have to stop looking at the surface of things, Michelle, and say, what is really going on? Satan knows people are out here doing good on a daily basis. Satan knows that the name of Jesus Christ, the name of God is being spread for, from people doing good. And this woman was doing nothing but good. But, you know, Satan, you know, it was an ambush. Satan just, you know, didn't want it. So he, you know, he took a life that shouldn't have been taken. And a life was taken around, you know, around the holidays time. So, you know, people are out there trying, you know, try to give the poor. We're told to feed the poor. We're told to help those who don't have. But what did Satan do? He made a mockery of that by having this lady be murdered by someone who, who, who really didn't know or understand that she was just showing the love of Jesus Christ. Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. Jesus healed the sick. He healed, you know, he fed the poor. He did all the things that we're told to do in Scripture, but then as this person was doing it, she, she was murdered for just, you know, doing a good thing, especially around the holiday season thinking the lady, you know, was, you know, needed money for her and her baby, and Satan just, you know, you know, threw his little um, ugly head in there and had her murdered. Any questions on Thomas Michelle? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good, because I just really dropped my device. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah, really hard. But um, so I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. And, you know, I was actually speaking about this um, today with a former coworker of mine. And we just got to talking about it because, She's not even here anymore. She's in Georgia. And she was saying all the way in Georgia that basically that story made national news. 
So they heard about what happened all the way in Georgia. And so it just made me, it made me sad. But, you know, even in listening to what you were saying, I was thinking something similar to that, which is basically, you know, Satan has to rear his head in some kind of way. And this is a season where people, and this is actually what the what the um, young lady I was speaking with is what she was saying, that this is kind of the season where people who may not normally even give will be more open to giving and helping people and giving money and things like that because people's hearts become a little softer around Christmas time, which is a blessing because, you know, that, that's taking on the um, – all right, over there, Mr. Uh, Kai, with your noises in the background. <laughs> the people over there, you know, and they are that this they're exhibiting Christ-like behavior at this time of year. They do it more at this time of the year than maybe they do during other times of the year. Some people do it all year long, which is, you know, that's beautiful, but. She was saying how that might have really ruined it for some people because people are now going to be really leery of giving things, you know, giving money and things like that to people, especially those on the street. And so I was thinking about that, and I was responding to her that, and I actually I was telling her that a couple of, I don't know, it might have been last show or the, the show before that, but we, we happen to be talking about, you know, situations. But yeah, I think we were talking about when God moves us to do something. And so I was actually right. giving an example. Um, I was actually giving an example of a recent event where where he did have moved me to give something to a young lady who was, she was basically in the supermarket um, parking lot you know, coming up to people, and I was in my car, and she knocked on my door, on my window. So what I was telling my former coworker, I was saying, even though I, I, you know, was obedient to what God was telling me, and I gave to her, I tried to still use wisdom, and and you you know, the Lord wants us to be wise. We may be his sheep, but he still wants us to to act wise. And so just wisdom was saying to me, you know, I'm doing as the Lord asked or prompted me to do, but I also don't know this person. I don't know what her real intention is. The Lord's already told me, don't worry about what her real intention is, whether it's really she needed something or didn't. Um, and to go ahead and give her. And so with wisdom, I only rolled the window down, you know, maybe somewhere between two and three inches. It was not a lot. So I only rolled the window down a few, a couple of inches, enough to give her the money. And she was asking, you know, about praying, could, you know, could she pray for me? And I said, we can pray for each other. And so she prayed, and then I prayed, 
and she actually had put her hand through like just like her her fingers through the through the opening and we touched fingers so that we could touch and agree and pray and but wisdom again even though I was praying and I was touching and agreeing with her I did not put my head down and close my eyes the normal things I would have done had I been praying with somebody you know that I know so it was just at kind of acting in wisdom and so I was thinking about that you know dealing with this particular situation because even though this has happened and some people are just downright scared to give now they don't even want to be bothered because of what has happened but some people are just literally like they don't know what they should do because of this kind of incident happening and it makes you you know feel like you could be unsafe and so i was saying to her i said i think people can still give and and help people and there's many settings where you can help people where it doesn't have to be on the street or one-on-one that's number one because people can help out at soup kitchens, donate things to shelters and, and things like that, or, um, you know, give money that where they know that it's going to help um, people who are experiencing homelessness, all of that good stuff. But also, you can give, but maybe you can just use some little wisdom. Don't roll down your window all the way. Don't, you know, don't do all that. And just go ahead. I even do that when I'm, when I'm, um, Given to the to you know uh, the Baltimoreans, we call them the squeegee boys. But even given to them, because there have been incidents where, you know, a couple of them that were didn't have good intentions, reached in and stole people's pocketbooks or wallets and things like that while they were trying to give them money. Just in wisdom, I don't roll my window all the way down. If I'm if I am going to give them something, I roll it down an inch or two slide out the money and, and yell thank you and keep keep it moving and hopefully no one no one would get offended at that. But especially in light of what's been happening, people definitely shouldn't get offended. And so I just think that, that that wisdom, you know, just being wise about how we're doing some things may need to come into play. You're right. You know, you know, we do, we just have to use wisdom and we just have to, you know, keep our eyes open. And I'm sure no one expected anything in that incident. Her husband right there was right there, so it happened so fast. I'm sure no one was expecting something like that to happen. But unfortunately, as we try to help people, things like that do does happen or do happen. And what is, what is going to happen now is it's going to make it harder for anyone else to try something like that because they don't know who you are and what you're going, capable of. And, excuse me, we have to look all around us before we even open up our pocket or purse or anything. And, unfortunately, I'm the one who don't carry cash, so, you know, unless they have a card machine, I wouldn't be able to help them. But... Um, you know, again, she was just trying to be the good Samaritan to help. 
And this time, the Good Samaritan, you know, got murdered. And, and, it's, and it's, an, it's an unfortunate thing, especially around the holidays, you know, especially for a man to see his wife go through that. So, but we're still told to pray for those people, that the Lord will convict them in a way, the ones that did the wrong, convict them in a way where they either stop doing what they're doing or turn their life over to Christ or even if they're caught, that whatever situation happens, that they will see that people still love them in spite of what they did. That's going to be the hardest thing, to continue showing love for a husband, to continue showing love for you know, widow or widower to you know, continue showing love you know, to people who were out there who basically took, took his wife away from him. For no for no reason but greed, no reason but you know just you know robbing, greedy, you know not just take the ten dollars but we're just going to take everything. So, but again, it's going to make it hard for other people to come around and want to do good because you know we don't know what's going to happen. We stick our hand out there or we get out the car to help. You know, no one knows what's going to happen, but only God knows. So, you know, if you're in a Baltimore area, we have to continue to pray for people like that. Pray pray for the wrongdoers and pray for the ones that the wrong was done to. Because Christ, you know, he came to seek and save those which was lost. So we're all lost until we're saved, and we have to pray for forgiveness every day. And it's the holiday season. I mean, you know, this you know, just the season to be jolly. But right now, you know, they're gonna have a funeral between yes, between a day and tomorrow. And you know, we have to keep the, the husband in prayer because he just lost his wife, and this will be a never. And I'm quite sure that Christmas time is not going to be always going to be a good time for him because he has to live with this for the rest of his life. But as you know, only God can heal that. Only God can actually, you know, mend his spirit right now. But um, you're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Kai Montgomery and Michelle Johnson. We are here, host and host, hostess of Man in the Mirror, our Perpetual Praise Friday 28 Christmas show. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror and when the shows are over if you don't get a chance to hear it we post them all over the place you get to you know you get to bring them up listen to them pass it on because you know we just want you guys just to hear what's been going on with man in the mirror um you know we are here for you guys we are here for the baltimore area we're here just spreading a little love and joy about you know we you know we're gonna have a few new people coming on soon so I'm just truly excited. We, I've been working on it for a minute, but everything's about to come into fruition. We're doing some changing around. You know you have to you know change is always good, Michelle. Change is always good. So and this is my favorite time of the year. I mean you know even though things may not always go right, this is my favorite time of the year because you know it's a time where everybody tries to show love to each other. It's a time that everybody gets together. The kids are happy. They get out of school. They get a, 
They get another week from school. They just had Thanksgiving. They had four days. Now they get another get a get another week of school coming for a new year. So we are just all truly excited. Um, I know I am. I can say, hey, I got all my shopping done. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Let me not go there. But um, for all you guys that are out there, don't stay in the stores too long. Don't have too much fun in the stores. We still have, what's today, the 7th? We have 18 more days. Yep, 18, a few more weeks, 18 more days, and it will be here. But we're going to have a couple words from our sponsors, Music Instruction for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you are interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our website at www.methylinc.org. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, and motivate and change the lives of full full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. And we are now, you know, have a, you know, start the season off with a beautiful rendition of Silent Night. I'm 
So we're basically going to have another show on the 21st. Today's the 7th. We'll have two more shows, the 20th and 21st. And then Christmas at Tuesday. Wow. And then uh, we'll take a break. We'll do our New Year's show on the 28th because everyone uh, everyone's going to be busy over the weekend, so. It's just it's just time. So the time is winding down. We have three weeks left in this, well, three Fridays left in this year. So it's going to be a beautiful thing. You know, it is going to be a beautiful thing knowing that time is flying. I'm actually going to th- put in another verse. It says from Exodus 23, 25, Worship the Lord your God, and his blessings will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. Again, that's the NIV, Exodus 23:25. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessings will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. So, you know, he's saying, you know, worship God. And blessings and favor will be on our food. He will take care of us. He will bless everything that we eat. And that will take away sickness, you know, from among us. So God is in control of everything. So we have to realize that he can, he can there's nothing that he can't do. You know, we go to doctors because, you know, I always tell people doctors are practicing medicine. Michelle. They are basically slowly trying to figure out. They cannot say, this will basically work. They can't because they, they're assuming, they're take, making a hypothesis, an educated guess on what you're going through. But only God can take away sickness. Only God can bless. So if God says you're going to be healed, you are healed. And a man may not be able to understand it, but if God say you're healed, you're healed. You know, what did the lady say? She just wanted to touch the hem of his garment because she knew that if she just got to him, if she just touched the hem of his garment, that he, that she was going to be able to be healed. Or even the story of the guys who brought their friend. He, was, he couldn't walk. He couldn't do anything for himself. But he was lame. And they said, well, we can't get in the front door but if we take him up to the roof, and with that faith, they took him up to the roof and they lowered him down in front of Jesus. They said, if we can just get him to Jesus, Jesus will take care of it. And it was their faith and belief that Jesus told that man, get up and walk. You know, all they needed to do was get there. Sometimes at the, at the job, they just get here, we're going to give you a job. Some of us can't even do that in the show. All we want you to do is just get there. And some people can't even get there. They make excuses. And we have to stop making excuses because, you know, he just said get there. They got him there. She got, they got him there. They lowered him down in the roof with their faith. That's my my homeboy. My homeboy's lowered me down. I can hear him talking. And they know we just get in front of Jesus. He's going to make it all right. Woman said, if I just touch him of his garment. He's going to make it all right. Um, any thoughts and comment, comments, Michelle? 
Yeah, we need to have that kind of crazy face. I'm calling it crazy face being funny, but it's just that's just regular face. <laughs> but we need to have it because sometimes we don't even have that. We don't have that much faith in God. And so we need to have that kind of faith, like, about everything. Just imagine everything, anything that happened all day long, that that whole worrisome thing, stressed out. You know, some of us are stressed out at work. So imagine if we could take that attitude all day long. Something comes up, oh, okay, God got it. People probably be looking at you strangely. But, you know, I mean, not that we have to proclaim that over everything, but but then again, why not? Why not? That's that crazy face. God's got it. So, you know, hey, let's do this because it's our job to do what we can do. And that's that's a motto that a friend of mine put out there earlier this year. And she kind of just put it out there. But I, like, really grabbed hold of it, and that's been my my thing for, like, about half the year is do what you can. Because a lot of times we spend more time worrying about what we can't do rather than actually doing what we can. We get paralyzed, and that's actually a form of, of fear. So we get worried that we can't get something done so we don't do anything. And so she was saying, do what you can. Like, don't worry about if you don't have, if somebody needs a $1,000 and you have 10, do what you can. Here, I got 10. So if it's another few, you know, people like you, another, what, 100 like, like you who said, look, I don't know, but I have 10. Then that person has that thousand dollars, and you didn't even have to worry. You you didn't have to stress. You all you had to do was give your part, and so that that's what we need to do more of. More of okay, well I'm going to do what I can. The rest of it is going to get worked out. I'm not sure how God's going to do it, but I know He will. So I'm going to do my part, and that's you know that's how I'm going into the new year. Because I took that motto and I ran with it and I loved it and I kept talking about it, but I'm gonna practice it more coming up. That's my what you what were you talking about earlier, the resolutions? Well I'm resolving now. Yeah, the I'm resolution. not for the new year. I'm resolving now that that's gonna be more of an attitude of mine. And I challenge our listening audience to do the same. Oh, she challenging y'all. Shalom. Challenge. <laughs> She's challenging y'all. That is a challenge. Okay. Say that again. Say that again so they can all hear it. That is the challenge. Put that inside. Put that inside the uh, event page so people say, what are you challenging? I was going to say, Candice, and get it out. Okay, I sure will. Challenging them to do. Challenge. We are challenging you, from man in the mirror, to just do what you can. Don't worry about the rest. Do what you can. Adopt that attitude, and do what you can, and let God handle the rest. 
You should do what you can and let God handle the rest. That's the challenge for 2019. Do what you can and let God handle the rest. We, we, and I like that. Do what you can. I like that. I'm glad I came up with it. But do what you can and let God handle the rest. And that's what we have to, you know, I'm sorry. I said, did you just steal you know, that? It. You didn't come up with that. I, so. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't think you was listening. I, I should do something. You should have been doing what I should have done. But anyway, uh, do what you can and let God handle the rest. That's very profound. That That's very profound because we always think that we have to do everything. But, um, Michelle is right. I'll give it back to her. I'll give her her props. She gets, she do something good once in a while, but um, always do what you can and let God do the rest. That's profound. We have to think about that. We think we have to bring everything, but that's like that step of faith. That's like Peter when he walked out on the water, and then Jesus took care of everything else until Peter looked down. Peter was walking on water, and then all of a sudden uh, that was the spiritual side. But then the flesh side, like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm walking on water? Nah, that's impossible. And that's what threw him off. Because his spirit was saying, look, I got this. I'm a, Jesus said it. I'm going to do it. And this song I sang years ago when I was little, God, God said it. I believe it. And that settles it for me. But many times we forget about those few little words we learn. God said it, I believe it, and that settles it for me. And that's the same as what Michelle was saying. Do what you can and let God handle the rest. He got you. He got you. And I like that. I thank Michelle for bringing that up because, you know, many times we, we stress, we worry. We, you know, some of us lose hair. Some of us hair already lost. But some of us, you know, lose a lot of sleep over things that God said, what is it? Cast all your anxieties on me, for he cares for you. And that is, what is it, Philippians 4, 7, cast all your cares. First Peter 5, 7, he says, cast all your cares upon him. For he careth for you. He said, throw it on him, I can take it. And we try to throw it on ourselves, Michelle, especially around this Christmas season. Like you said, people are going bonkers trying to make sure if they can get all the gifts. If they can't, they're going crazy. And we have to not go crazy. Christmas was not meant to be like that. Christmas, as we talked about last week, Christmas is just the celebration of Christ's birth. Christ was always around. I asked a question throughout the episode because my pastor asked us that. It says, when was Christ's birthday? And we all came up, Michelle, with a answer. But Christ was God. I remember my first pastor growing up, um, Pastor um, Carlton Minnis in Philadelphia, the late Pastor Carlton Minnis in Philadelphia, 
he said three things. There's a Greek word called Elohim, which means Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They're all the same. They're all one. So Christ was always, he's the Alpha and Omega. So he was always, so we, you know, we're just, and people, we just have, we're celebrating the birth. But he was always, when he came down in human form to save man, because the Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave. So within that gift, and it's kind of funny because we live in a world that really don't like to give. You know, a world that really don't like to forgive. You know, he gave his son so we can be forgiven of our sins. But we live in a very unforgiving world. It's just unfortunate. And if, it, we, if God was like that, we'd all be in trouble on the show. We would all be in trouble. If God was as unforgiving as this world is, we wouldn't have a chance. But God, for God so loved that he gave. So as in him giving, we are now, we are now have the capability of when we pass on to the other side to make it into heaven. Because if he didn't do that, like I said in the other show, we would be, you know, still killing blood and animals just for that sacrifice. But he was the last sacrifice for us, for us to be able to make it into heaven. So, yes, I like what you said. Do what you can and let God do the rest. Did you did you um, write that on the event page? Not yet, sir. Not Don't micromanage yeah, me. Uh, yeah, Don't micromanage me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I got you. But, yes, again, you are listening live with Man in the Mirror with our Perpetual Praise Friday 28 Christmas show. We are just having a good time here. We just heard the Temptations, Silent Night. You know, got to get that little voice when you say that. But uh, we heard the Temptations, Silent Night, which was a good oldie but goodie. We've been talking about praising God with the small things. I thought I'll start off the show just saying that, thank the Lord that I don't have to pay a lot of money out of pocket to replace a light bulb. So when you guys go out there and buy those new cars, just remember, with new cars come a lot of extras. But that's okay, because when God is on your side, he'll take care of everything. You know, that's going to be on my mind. Do what you can, let God do the rest. That's, that's a sermon right there, but that'll be another show. But, um, you know, and, you know, I just, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my lips. We have to praise God for those small things. Don't always praise God for big things. But like I said, I praise God just to be able to replace the light bulb so I can see where I'm driving at night. So those are the things that we, you know, do the show for. You know, we want you guys to come on and tell us, hey, God's done this, God's done that, God's done great and wonderful and powerful things. So I'm going to make sure that the show is up early. So if you have anything, you go into the event page and say, hey, look, I want to thank God for this. You know, I can. I'm gonna put thanks. I'm gonna put the first first of the month show, which is like January fourth, if I'm correct. That's gonna be up within the next few days, so we know. Hey, that's perpetual praise Friday. We're gonna make sure that they are up because that's gonna be number twenty nine. So that's gonna be up there. So hey, we're gonna be prepared for it. You know, we have to just start doing what. You know, what God wants us to do and thanking God. Thank him for his son. 
you know, the Christmas season is upon us, you know, but just don't forget that Jesus is the reason for the season. We, and as Michelle say, we get so caught up and the, um, we get so caught up in what's going on, buying gifts, making sure Johnny got what he wanted, making sure uh, Mary got what she wanted, making sure Sally got what she wanted. So let's teach our kids we need to praise God and thank God for everything, you know, even the smallest thing, when we lose stuff. You know, I told my daughter, hey, you know, she thought she lost the phone, but she's fine. I said, thank praise the Lord. We had to spend no extra money to get another phone. You know, those are things you thank God for. Don't just take it for granted. Just praise God that, hey, God was looking out for, you know, was that saying in the show? God, you know, God takes care of babes and fools because sometimes we just as foolish as you could be. But God still got us. So um, as we're winding down to our last five minutes, any closing remarks in the show? I want to just remind everyone to not let, you know, the things that go on. It's a lot of things going on in this world, and none of it should be a huge surprise for us. It is spoken about in the Word of God, the end times, and I know everybody's heard that term. But don't let what is going on change your love for people change your good intentions and change your mind on, you know, doing the things that God moves you to do. Uh, move in wisdom. Pray to God that he give you wisdom and give you peace about, you know, whatever it is that you do and move in him. We are, you know, we are his people. And when we are out and about, we have to pray for, for you know, him to encamp the angels about us and protect us while we go forth during the day. And so don't change your mind on what, you know, you want to do this season, but just move in wisdom. And um, I hope everybody has a blessed season. I know we'll be on again before Christmas, but I just want to say that now. Amen. And I want to, you know, we're winding down the last three minutes. But I want to leave you guys with Psalm 103. I love one of, you know, love this psalm because it was put into a song. Um, praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul. And forgetting that all his benefits. Who forgives all your sin and heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit? And crown you with love and compassion, who satisfy your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. And that's Psalm 103, verses 1 to 5. And as we sing the songs in church, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, for he has done great things. And that's what we need to do every day. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Let's, we want you guys to continue to bless him. You know, we're winding down. You know, don't just think about Christmas throughout the year. We have to love throughout the year. Don't think just Christmas, December 25th. 
We have to remember to love throughout the year. We can't get stuck with loving God and celebrating the birth. We need to celebrate each other every day. We need to show love to each other every day. When people are going through, continue to pray for that family. Continue to pray for your pastors. I put something up in the um, in the, on my office page and also on Amanda Mara's page that you know pastors need pastors need prayer too because I mentioned this in church on Sunday that there was a pastor Michelle who just basically just left the pulpit one day and walked out the door because he was so tired. He'd been through a lot, and he was ready to give up. So he just walked away from what the Lord, his assignment that the Lord had him to do. But the beautiful thing was that a, his um, congregation loved him so much that they said they weren't going to let him give up because they knew he was going through the thing. So they, they created prayer change. They created, you know, they fasted, they prayed, they got together. The whole church has got together, backing him up. Anything that he needed, his family needed. They were there. They helped his family throughout the whole thing. And God heard their cry. God heard their plea. And within a year, the pastor was back up in the pulpit. And, you know, when I read that, you know, there's another pastor that actually put it up there. But I just made the comment that pastors are people too. You know, pastors aren't super beings that we make them out to be. Pastors make mistakes. Pastors go through. They have families. They have kids. They have wives. Um, and many of them are you know, female pastors. They may have husbands. So they are people too. So don't ever think that a pastor can't get overcome with a lot of things that they're doing in, in life and ministry because ministry is work. And, you know, we think Jesus made it like a cakewalk, but it wasn't. But we want you guys just to realize that we need to praise God in the morning, praise him in the evening, praise him when the sun goes down and continue to show love. Just get ready as we're getting ready for the holiday season and as we're just, you know, getting ready, you know, to come into the new year. Don't come in, don't bring 2019 in the same way you brought 2018 in. Don't even do uh, New Year's resolutions. Just continue to pray. If you haven't been praying, start praying now. If you haven't been reading your word like you should, start reading your word right now. Let's enjoy this Christmas holiday. Let's bring in 2019 a better let 2019 be a better year than 2018. And let's remember, we, you know, as David said, let us continue to bless the Lord at all times and remember his praise shall be continually on our lips. This is Kai Montgomery signing off. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror. <laughs>